Father, we thank You for Your Word today, God. Father, we thank You in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank You for the nations opening up. Father God, we thank You for, for our trip to Haiti. And in uh, February, God, we just this week heard from You, God, and we're going to see a mighty, mighty, mighty power, anointing, and favor in that place, God. We thank You for it. Father, we ask You to move on everyone that's supposed to go to that. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your word. You are the you are the word became flesh. You are walking love, Father God. You are the demonstration of what love is supposed to look like, Father. You show us by the Holy Spirit what real love is, not what the world says love is, not what not what fake Christians say love is, not what this or that or conditional love. God, you are the you are the example of what love is, Father God. Let it be written on our hearts today, Father God. Let it be done according to your word, Father God. Let the anointing and the power come and every yoke be broken by the blood in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the baptism. We thank you for the brokenness and the compassion, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're changing us into your image, God. We thank you that we're being changed from glory to glory and faith to faith. We thank you, Father God, that you never leave us or never forsake us, God. We thank you that you are amazing grace and you're changing us into the sons and daughters of the living God, walking testimonies and living epistles, Father God. Let our words and, and our works make the same effort and the same agreement. Let us not be uh, uh, soothsayers or, or lip service, but let our words become flesh in us, God. Not just saying we want this, but we can do this because it's you are in us and we have the power to do these. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called, Will You Be My Neighbor? Remember that thing with... <laughs> Will you be my neighbor? You want to be my neighbor? Will you be my neighbor? Be my neighbor? You don't know yet? Yeah, because he's like, now he's going to set me up. Yeah. Be my neighbor, Chase? Yeah. Be my neighbor, Steve? Yes. Amen. Back there, be my neighbor. Dory, be my neighbor. All right. Ron, you going to be my neighbor? Of course. Joe? Always. Will you? Yes, sir. All right. Luke 10, 25-37. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up, and, and he tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to in inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answered and said, Thou shalt love thy Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered this, do, and thou shalt live. He said, he answered that, he said, you do this, and you shall live. What are you saying? You love, you live. You don't love, you die. Love equals living. What's the What's the uh, opposite of love? Selfishness. Not what the world says. Not what this is that you don't say something nice. Sometimes love will tell you to say something strong and bold. Doesn't mean it's not love. Today we're going to find out exactly what Jesus said. What is the definition of love in the Word of God? Not what people think. Not what religion says. But what does God say? 
Because when we operate in that, we'll see that we'll see things shake. We'll see miracles. We'll see all kinds of things that God wants us to do. And we there's no division in love. There's no division in love. Why is there so much division in church? Like in love, they say they have love because they pat you on the back. They say kind words. That's not love. That's man pleasing. That's getting your own way. That's trying to make your way or make friends with people you want to be friends or you have your social agenda or you want to know this one or you want to know that one. God sees it all. And the ones that really are loving sometimes don't even look like they're loving, but God knows. Love holds its tongue when it wants to speak something that it feels. It doesn't move on feelings, it moves on the Word of God. Love doesn't move by emotions. Love is not an emotion. Love looks like something. It is self-control. Love is compassionate to those that are moving on emotions, but it doesn't move on emotions. So he said this, and he answered them right. He said, Thou shalt live and be willing to justify himself. And Jesus said unto him, Then he said, Who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered and said, A certain man went from Jerusalem and Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, and they departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance they came down a certain priest that way, and when they saw him, they passed on the other side. And likewise, the Levi at the same place came and looked on him and passed by the other side. And a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. He had compassion on him. And he bound his wounds, pouring in oil, in wine, and set him on his beast. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the healing bomb. We have Jesus. And we're, we, we are the church. And he brought him in the end and took care of him. And on tomorrow, he departed and he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. What sort? So what did he do? He gave his money even to a stranger. But who did? The Levi and the priest just walked by. Well, there are people that supposedly know God. People in the church say they supposedly know God but they don't even tend to their brothers and sisters in the church. And God said, you need to, do, you need to even love people that aren't even in your, in your fellowship, that you don't even know. We can't even get it together to love people that are in the kingdom with us. we got a long way to go. And everybody says, oh, love, love is not selfish. God knows it. Love, I'm, gonna get, I'm not going to jump. I'm going to keep going. And tomorrow when he departs, he took care of him. And he says, think it, he says, think it, these three, which was a neighbor unto them that fell among the thieves. And he said unto him, the one that showed mercy on him. Then he said, Jesus, unto him, go and do likewise. So now he's saying about taking care of other people. But he goes into a lot of other areas on love. But we see our brother hurting and we just don't, we ignore it. Love wouldn't see your brother hurting and cut your brother off. Love wouldn't see another one hurting and, and, and not, not, not tend to him. So Jesus was walking love. Let's go to Mark. See, we have um, 
Mark 12, 28-34. And one of the scribes came in, having reasoned it together, perceiving that he said, and answered them, and said, Well, he asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, and said, The first commandment is here. O Lord of Israel, the Lord our God is the one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Why is that the first commandment? Because there's no way we can love a stranger or even love our brothers and sisters in here. God, Jesus also said, "Who um, do you love me? Do my commandments. So he's like, obey me. Obedience shows you love God. Not emotions, not smiles, not flattery. Obedience. So what does he say here? He said the first commandment, why? Because if you don't love God, the love of God's not in you. And if the love of God's not in you, how can you love your neighbor? So all these things work together in the Bible. But everyone just wants to take scriptures here and scriptures there and make their little thing of love. And they say, oh, they do a little thing. They give a little money here. But God wants a, a, a heart overhaul. He wants to take over. So if he takes over, love takes over. Because he is what? Love. We're rooted and grounded in what? Not in the, in the earth. We're rooted and grounded in Christ. In love. He said to be rooted and grounded in love. So how do we do that? Love has fruits. When you're rooted in something, you'll produce the, what you're growing out of. The source comes of life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So whatever you're planted in, this is the fruit you'll have. That's why the world is planted in the world, and the world has the fruits of the world. And our Father is the devil and the Father of lies. So we can't be have one, one foot in the church or the kingdom, because we're not really in the church, we are the church, and one foot in the world, and think that's why we waver all the time, because we haven't let go. And we need to let go and let God. And when we let go and let God, we produce more fruit. So this is what he's saying here. So he said, And likewise, naming thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And there is the other, other commandment, there's no other commandment greater than these two. And the scribes said to him, Well, Master, that has said the truth. For there is only one God, and there is none other but He. And to love Him with all thy heart and all thy understanding, and all thy soul, and all thy strength, and all in the love of thy neighbor as Himself. That no more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Everybody loves himself. My God. We love ourselves. That's the problem. We need to love our neighbor as ourselves. If you want to love yourself, you better be loving your neighbor. The problem is we love ourselves, but we don't love our neighbor. But So that's not really the love that God's looking for. Because everybody loves themselves. Why? Because we're about us. Look at the selfie pictures. Look at this. Look at our Facebook. It's all about us. Look at what we do. So God's not saying, I don't want you to love yourself. But if you're loving yourself more than that, then you don't really love God because He's about them. He said, what you do to the least of these, you've done it unto me. And what you've done to your brother... You're doing that to me. Because if we're in a covenant and we're the body of Christ and we're defiled and we're with one with one another, then Jesus is saying, then we, if we don't love our brother that's in the kingdom, then we're antichrist. Whether what scriptures you know, whether what you can quote, because the kingdom of God is not by observation. It's by fruit. So let's go on and see. So he said this. So righteous people hang out together in agreement. No, religious people hang out together in agreement with their belief. The remnant hang out on the cross. Big difference. I can go anywhere around here. People hang around what they believe. The religion. 
The remnant, God said, I have a remnant that will not bow their knee to bell. I have a remnant that's laying down their life, that's picking up their cross. See, that's what's not being preached, is the cross. And if the cross isn't in the gospel, it's not the gospel at all. A, a, a crossless gospel is not the gospel at all. Because everything and I'm gonna, in the scriptures is there. So what does God do? We yield to Him, and, and as we yield to Him, he produces the fruits of life out of us. So as we give to Him, He changes us. We just can't love on our own. We can pretend to love. That's what the world does. Yeah, you love, but then when things are up, you, you, you stop. Or, oh, that person, because I'm loving conditionally, because I know I can get something back. And if that's my friend, I want to take care of them, take care of me. And even at the end, even though you're taking care of one another, it's all about you to begin with. Because I'm being nice to that person, because that person's nice to me. And we're together, and we have good, and I need fellowship. And that, but that's not what love is. Love is when that person hates you and you don't know why and the devil's attacking them and they're on that, you don't give up and you keep loving them. You don't just say, okay, I got to find a new one. That's what, that's what people do all the time. Or I got to find a new this or I got to find a new that or I'm going to do that. So God wants us to know what is really love. And that's what people do in marriages. Oh, well, he doesn't love me anymore. No, he doesn't love you anymore. Well, I mean, he doesn't love you. Well, he doesn't love you anymore. Why? Because he's, he's going through a rough time or he's struggling. You love... You know, I know the Bible says that the, the wife, the, that the husband shall love the wife. And right, so maybe he's not loving because you have a Jezebel spirit and you don't know how. So if you start loving him, the Jezebel spirit goes away. You can't love and have a Jezebel spirit. You can't have a controlling spirit in love. It's none of it, nothing that gets us off of love, we're, we're, you know what I'm saying? It's like these spirits come because we're not walking in love. So everything that is right comes out of love. So that's the main focus, but not the love that we've been told. Or, or the love that the world's definition. Even if you look it up in the dictionary, it's not what the Bible says. It's totally different. False love is selfish love and is birth in pride. Real love denies itself for the sake of love. Many hang out every Sunday in their circles of only believe circles. The remnant, I already said that one. Yeah, okay. Romans 13. Now let me read this. Let every soul be subject to the higher... I'm going to really kill, kill some people's thoughts. I'm not saying, but we got to understand we have a full Bible here. Many people in the world, the Christians, they always want to use this to be worldly or to come under the things of the government. And we have liberal Christians that are basically um, <coughs> supporting uh, people that support... Other things. So indirectly, they're connecting themselves to things of the world. And then they also take this scripture when there's their, their leader in leadership. They'll say, oh, God, put them in there. And they'll say, well, you know, the Bible says that every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there's no power but God. The powers that are good. But you understand that in Revelations, when the Antichrist comes, and we have many Antichrists now, and they're in the world, the Bible says that the water represents the people, and the people gave power to the beast. Although God sets up things, He doesn't, he doesn't set up evil. He, his plan is never darkness. He has put the devil in here so we can choose light or darkness. So when people try to come under wrong for the sake of taking Scripture out of context, that's wrong. So, so in other words, you're going to say, although God planted him and you knew what was going to happen and you set the plan out, his plan isn't that nobody perishes and all come, but ever, there won't, that won't happen because in the Bible it says many will go to hell. But God's plan was that none perish and all have eternal life. So basically that means there's choices. 
So when we make these choices and they're not under the cloak of love, then we're making the wrong choices. So whosoever shall resist the power, resist the order. I believe that God's talking about the power of the cross, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the apostolic, the power of those that are righteous. Because if they, if if you live in a third world country and they say, well, we're going to have a Muslim regime and it's Sharia law. Now do you submit to that and you give them your children and you're a Christian and they cut genitals and do this and do that and you say, well, I'm submitting to this. No, what would you do? You would hide yourself and hide your children and you would try to flee and you live in persecution. So how is how would how do we use these scriptures to fulfill our own polit, polit, political ways? We need to know this. We need to have the spirit of truth in us and we need to love. So, and I'm going to get that. So, for the rulers are not of terror of good works, but to the evil. Will thou then be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise the same. For he is a minister. See, then it goes, talks about he is a minister. Now we know foreign affairs, they even call politicians stuff ministers in different countries, because even in Brazil, they call them the ministers, and they're not really ministers of the Lord, but they're ministers. So, but he says, the ministers of God to thee for good. But if thou, that which is evil, be afraid, for thou bearest not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, revenges to execute wrath upon the evildoers. Wherefore, you must needs be subject only to the wrath also come. So, Hitler reigns up, and not at, he's, he's a minister of hate and the devil. He comes in power, and he sets a law. And he's in power. Who put him there? Everyone says, God, God allowed it because of man, deception, and darkness, and anti-love. So, someone like that gets in power, and he says, okay, kill the Jewish people. It's law now. Well, it comes against the whole oracle of God. So, do we follow that and take 13? But religious people will use it all the time. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, watch what comes out to the rest of this chapter. For I need not to come against... So, for it is the cause that we pay tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending uh, continually upon this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their dues, tribute to where tribute is due. Custom to where custom is due. Fear where fear. Uh, fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another. How do you owe someone or listen to them if it's not love? People take things and you got to understand if it's not love, it's not God. For they that loves one another has fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Here it is. So why would that be contrary to this? Thou shalt not bear false witness. And people do that in the church all the time. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in the saying, namely, thou shalt love again thy neighbor as thyself. So how can you submit to powers and love your neighbor as yourself? The same, same chapter. So we've got to really understand what the Word is saying and what the Holy Spirit is saying. Not what some religious person that wants to go on a political rampage about his, 
his his own belief system that that go against the the, the word of God. Oh, brother, he's our president now. We gotta no. He's your president. I don't. My, my, I, I'm under Jesus. I don't break any laws because my law is love. And if I love, there's nothing I do wrong. And if I speed in the car, I'll stop it. And there's consequence. I get a ticket. Didn't mean I didn't love. I just gotta get myself under control. And I'll submit to that because I'm supposed to. And when I do that, then God's saying, don't do that. It's not good. So we obey those things. Don't, you know, the dog on the beach, pooping. You do that, it's wrong. Those are normal things. People in love wouldn't do that because they wouldn't want to disrespect somebody else and wouldn't want to hurt somebody. So some things we do not because we don't love, because it's fun and we get a hold of ourselves. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about deep truth. And know that knowing the time that thou high time awake from thy sleep, for thy salvation is nearer than when you believe. The night is spent, and the day is at hand. Let them therefore cast off the works of darkness, and put on the armor of light. Let walk in honesty in the day, not in rioting, drunkenness, not in chamber, nor wantonness, not in wantonness, not in strife, and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. How do you do that? You take up your cross. And make no provision for the flesh to fill the lust thereof. Lust of the flesh is what we are without Him. We want love denies. So how, you deny yourself and you get Him. You put yourself first, you lose Him. That's basically what the Gospel is. But we are all thinking about it's just a belief system. But it wouldn't go, then why would Jesus waste all of this time and why would we need discipleship? If we just believe, then why do we need to be discipled? Why do we need to be changed? Why do we need our mind renewed? Why do we need to come out of this and come out of that if it's just believing one type of religion? So I don't want to hang around believers. I want to hang around disciples, followers, people that are loving Jesus rightly. Not in name, but in deed, right? That's, that's what Jesus... I mean, without that, there's no... Now, none of us have arrived. That's the whole thing. That's the whole great thing about laying our life down. We do the things that are flesh to the one, and then all of a sudden, He trains us in that, and we're walking in the Spirit constantly. Then, we fulfill the law all the time. Then, we don't have to worry about taste not, eat not, do this, do that. We're doing what the Spirit says, and the Spirit won't let us do that. Because we're being led by the Spirit, not our own will, our own desires. So rebellious people have a hard time following, picking up the cross. 1 Peter 4, 1-10 For as much as even as Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For He has suffered in the flesh, has ceased from sin, that we no longer should live of it, the rest of our flesh and the lust of men, but the will of God. What is the will of God? Love. Right? Did I, what is the will of God? I mean, there's our personal wills, and then we have the Scriptures. We have the will of God for love. Hey, move there. Marry this person. You can rebel against it or do it. And, but then we have the absolute Word of God that we know is basically rooted in love. It says, For this time past, his life may suffice to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, when we walked in lasciviousness and lust and excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, abominable idolatries, wherein they think it is strange that we, that strange that you run not with them. 
to the excess of riot speaking evil of you. So when you start to do what you're supposed to do, people will start speaking evil of you. And the enemy will start messing with you. Because now, you're, you're, uh, you're not an enemy of the cross, you're actually a, a you're picking up your cross. And other Christians that don't want to pick up their cross, you get to be a problem. So there's a, a division, but there's no division on the cross. Because we're, we're, we're crucified with Christ. And there's no division in one spirit, one accord, one Father, one baptism, and Lord of all. All the division comes because people aren't willing to pick up their cross. That's where the division is. I don't want to pick up my cross, but I know I have to because it's, it's a commandment and I have to love. So I want to obey God. He says, how do you say that you love me if you don't obey me and keep my commandments? So I want to love God. Not that I, my flesh wants to. No, I'd lo- like to just believe something. But the problem is he tells us to read the Word. And the more I read the Word, I realize it's not what they say. What is all this? Now, do I believe all this? In the book of the law, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and walked with us. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word's created all things. Or are we going to listen to some man or some preacher that's going to say, you know, prosperity this, prosperity that, you can have this, you can have that, gain the whole world. Jesus said, Lose the whole world. So it's like, where, where are we going to believe that? So we say, okay. Someone say, well, they say, well, ignorance is bliss. But once you read the word, you're not ignorant anymore. So then you become foolish. And that's when they have wise versions and foolish versions. So if we just learn to love, we can do it all. Because then the joy of the Lord, the different things, and all of a sudden our flesh gets crucified where it isn't even a struggle anymore because we're, we're dead. Because he said we can actually walk like this. He said, walk as I walked. He was sinless and he was full of love. But if, if you ask the Pharisees and people in the cities and some of the people that didn't like his word, they would say he was a blasphemer, a hater, he was a liar, a thief, a, a, a false doctrine, all kinds of names they would say he was. And they would make lies about him. So what ends up happening is, people around you begin not to want to pick up their cross and then they begin to lie about you. Just like they did to Jesus. You say, well, how could that be? So if Jesus got persecuted, if Jesus got lied about and he didn't do nothing wrong, do you think people might not try to find fault in you? But a brother does not find fault in a brother. He he denies that and loves him and, and doesn't try to bring division or be better than one. And we're going to get into that. Just hold on. For this cause, the gospel is preached. He said, And we shall give account and be ready to be judged in the quick. And it says this, And judge according to the men of flesh, but live accordingly to the God in spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be sober, watch unto prayer. And above all things, fervent love among yourselves. We're going to get exactly what is love then. I mean, it's simple to deny yourself, but we're going to see the, some of the things that we that we say we love, but we don't end up doing it, according to what it says when they define it. Watch unto prayer, and above all things, have fervent love among yourselves, and love shall cover a multitude of sins. And who, who covered all of our sins? The walking love himself. Jesus' blood covered all of our sins. So, there's no way to cover someone's sins if we don't pick up our cross. What do we do? We sin back or we repay back or we that's what the world does so it's impossible to live this christian life as we have it today without 
following the Word and submitting to the Holy Spirit and the Word at the same time. And this is the beginning process. So when we rebel and all that, we live in a chaotic life. We end up being tossed. We end up not having peace. It's like, but we have all these promises. But we ask, why aren't we? Why don't we have this joy? Why don't we have this peace according to the word? Well, there might be you're not picking up your cross and weeping indoors for a night. But joy always comes in the morning. You're gonna weep. You're gonna go through things. You're gonna be betrayed. You're gonna get backstabbed. People are gonna stab your heart. You're gonna be. You're, it's gonna happen. Having Jesus, but the cross, and you give it to Him, and then He'll take it, or you hold on to it. There's no love in offense. There's no love in offense. Love dies to self. God will always defend love. The same love that covers, love denies. See, really? Love doesn't just cover. Jesus covers. Love denies. Love denies. Denies its to get back at someone denies its uh, uh, way to be right. Love denies uh, taking record or wrong. Love can have all this on someone. It's like, you know what? They have enough problems. I'm just going to hold my tongue. And even, and then, because then you love, even the people that get on your, you, you won't have that against them. There's no hate in love. So one day we hate and one day we love. It's like a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, according to James receiving nothing from God. And then we're not receiving the joy, the true riches, the prosperity, because we have a, 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 a tr tainted, twisted gospel in our mind that we're just quoting the scriptures that we like, and this, and, 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 and speaking them out, and it's like uh, insanity. Because the only way to do it is submit to the power of God. It's the power of God unto salvation. Salvation. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul. Sozo. Renewed. New. All together and he can do this right now because the power is on the earth now to be changed. You don't have to sit with a shrink for 20 years. you got to read the Word and submit to the Holy Spirit. That's all you need. You can't have someone go in there digging in your life. Submit to the Holy Spirit. He'll get it all out. And he'll do it quick because he doesn't. He loves you. So what does he say about 1 Corinthians 13? And everybody knows this. They love this, but do they really know how deep it is? So he's saying, if you got all the gifts, you speak in tongues, men, it's all that. So you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know God. Because you can't speak in tongues of men and angels and not know God. And though you have the gift of prophecy, well, it's got to be, I'm talking about fortune telling, the gift of prophecy. Understand the mysteries and the knowledge. Have all faith. You can't have faith without, you know, God really puts the faith in us. So this is saying, you, you move in mountains, but have not love, you're nothing. Although I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, See, what are you saying? Love, that's, see, that's what I was saying before. Yeah, but that's not love. Just feeding the poor is not love. Just helping the guy that, on the street, that's, that's an act of kindness. But it's not really love. And though I give my body to be burned, so there's sacrifice too. But what is your sacrifice for? You or for him? See, he's saying, what do they give all in their body to be burned? For, for seven wives? In, in, a, in a kingdom of lust, promised in a, in a wrong religion, people do it all the time. Giving their people give their lives all the time under deception. Mm -hmm. So if the gospel is deceived and you give your life because of you or for your selfish gain, there's it's not love. So we got to understand. <clears throat> oh, we look at the sacrament. That's why religious people they're dry and they got nothing because they're trying to get something. 
from their works and not from submitting and dying to love. And though I give my body to be burned and have not love, so how can you do that and not love? That's just saying right there. You could do that. You could go on mission trips every month and give all your money away and still have no profit in your life. That's pretty horrible. And that religious people do it all the time. That's why they're always trying to do something else. It's always about what I do to please God instead of how I can just surrender and be God. Let Him be, not, not be God in that sense, be Jesus on the earth. Got to be careful. They're going to take that out and make a video about us being His hands and feet on the earth. But it's impossible if we can't love. We just end up doing good things and messing things up at the same time. Happens all the time. Love suffers long. And it's kind. It, and it means that so it doesn't get jealous of someone else that's getting even more favor from God at the time because they're surrendering to love and you can't. Because you, it works hand in hand. Once you do that, you'll have that. So it's like you get mad at the source when you can just surrender. So that's why it's so hard to love in rebellion. Chair, it, it, it doesn't puff itself up. It doesn't boast on itself. It doesn't beha- behave unseemly. Seeks not her own. And it's not easily provoked. It's not easily provoked. Man, we get provoked so easily. Oh, brother, what did you mean by that? And half the time, it doesn't even have any weight on it. It's like, that's not love. Oh, what did he mean? And then we got witchcraft coming. And then we start to talk. Hey, what do you think? And then we got to talk about it. It's like, love forgets about it. Boom. Like what do you say? Water off a duck's back. And your love, your offenses don't 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 stick. Your they don't they can't stick on your heart because your heart's full of just and they go and you're like, what? And and someone I had people come to me, I'm not saying I'm walking in love perfectly, I'm just trying to say people come later like, did you hear what they said to you? These people it's like, no, what? Well, they said this, this, and you know, you said like, no, didn't even notice it. And and it's like, okay, because you're looking at the best. You're trying not to, you're not always waiting for someone or to catch someone and what they're going to do wrong because you want to promote yourself above them. And when you're in leadership, everybody always wants to try to find fault. That's why Jesus had such a tough time. He's speaking truth. He's walking in love. Let's catch him. Let's meet together. How are we going to get him? Every time they met, they went out and catch him. Oh, oh, now we'll bring a prostitute to him. Oh, well, he got us again. Now, Because love, love wins every time. So you walk in love, no matter what they try to do, and it'll anger the devil. And if the devil has is is has got himself a hold of people, they'll get very angry too. Because God is protecting you because you're walking in the spirit. You don't even know the traps you're walking in all the time. But if you're loving, God would bring you out of it. He does it all the time. Until it's time to be and, 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 and if it's time we get persecuted, killed, then it was God's will. And it was our time. Paul knew his time because he was walking in love. Was he perfect? No. He, 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 but he surrendered to the cross. He knew the cross. He knew. He wrote this, so he knew all about it. It came right from God. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity. So your brother falls, you don't rejoice. But if you really have a problem with them, you're going to be... Or you had a problem with a church. Or another church, and even though they're wrong, whatever. You rejoice if it splits or if it... That's not the kingdom of God. No matter what they do, hand it over to God and live your life because He's the one that's going to take care of it. And the Bible says, vengeance is His. But rejoices in the truth. Seeks 
not, it, it is not easily provoked and thinks no evil, no evil, no evil. We need to do that if we want to get to the next level. I mean, God's bringing that, but not everyone says in the Bible is going to go to that level. The remnant. The remnant is going to go. The remnant is going to see the most glory that the church has ever seen. It's not saying, I'm going to love tomorrow. You've got to surrender to it, and God will do it. When you surrender to it, God will do it. No one wants to surrender because they look, oh, that's so hard. They look at the cross, and they say, ah, not me. And then what they do is they, they love the cross Jesus picked up, but they deny the one He told you to pick up. And that's the key to everything. Finances, favor, anointing, grace, everything, your ministry, your power of God, it's all on the cross. So everyone's preaching the gospel without the cross, and they're deceiving everyone, and God calls it a doctrine of devils. Anything that talks about Jesus doesn't mean it is the gospel. The gospel has signs and wonders that follow it, and the gospel has power, and the gospel changes us. So when we sit and hear the gospel, our hearts be, oh God, I gotta do it. And we run and he and we surrender to that. Whatever it is. This day he's talking about love. Next week he might be talking, I don't even remember what we talk about. We talk about look at the CDs on the wall. There's a lot of talk. But it's all the gospel. And it's always different. He's always dealing with something. And he's not picking on anybody. He's gonna talk to everybody. But the more we resist, that's rebellion. God resists the proud, then it gives grace. Only the proud resist the gospel. Only the, only the proud will say, I can't go on the cross. I can't be a shit. Oh, and be beat up, talked about, lied about, hanging there half naked or whatever. Pride doesn't want to be exposed, so pride hides and puts fig leaves on and pretends to know Scripture and quotes them, but never. See, real repentance has fruits. But real repentance is just not laying on the ground groveling either. Whatever, real repentance is this. You lay there to find out what you're going through and why, and then you, if God says do this or do that, you get up and go do it. Then you fulfill repentance. It's not just knowing what you did and crying about it, because Esau did such a kind of repentance, and it was found not worthy of him. And and he said, and, and it says, worldly sorrow bring it, but godly sorrow leads to repentance. So, that's the godly sorrow, but you have to fulfill the repentance. You get godly sorrow, He'll show you. But then obedience must follow. Obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what He was saying. So here we go. And it says, okay, let me get going. Bears all things, hopes all things, endures all things, never fails. Love never, that's what I said, never, you always win in love. Never fails. It, even might, it might look like you're failing, it might look like you're beaten, beat up, but God is for you. God will always defend love. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For the, I see through a glass darkly, and face to face I know a part, and I shall know even as I am known. And abideth faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest is love. Love never gathers evidence for its case. It is a living sacrifice. So if you're sacrificing, you're not gathering and trying to, you're not, you're like, okay. You, I mean, I'm not saying to roll over and let people false accuse you, but you don't take vengeance, you don't, there's a, you don't fall out of love over it. You love through it. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't, sh- it, it, 
not just say, oh yeah, beat me up, beat me, or do this. You, you resist it, you don't let some, but you love through it. You don't take offense with it. You, you see the compassion of, oh, the devil has them. The devil's deceiving them. And you fight the devil for them. Even if you don't like them, you fight for them. Jesus said, love your enemies. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Bless them that curse you. That's what love does. So, no, I got them now. That's not love. That's your you. John 12, 24, 25. Verily I say unto you, now I'm going to prove it to you what love does. Love dies for its brother. Jesus loved us. Now He's our big brother, but He's our Lord and Savior because He died. And He was the first... He was the firstborn among many brethren, which is us. And He is the first seed. He said the seed must die and fall into the ground to produce life. There's no way we can produce the life of Christ if we live in this world and we don't die to our flesh. So He says now you become a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God. And it's not our holiness, but it's Him. Because once we're living and we're sacrificing, we put on Christ. And even if we mess up, we go to the cross and we're made clean. It's not we're righteous because of what He did. Yes, we are. But if we're sinning all the time, how can you, oh, look how righteous He is. And you're cursing, robbing banks. And oh yeah, but I'm going to heaven. God's like, oh my God, well, you might get to heaven because salvation is forget. But boy, you might not. And who knows? You know what I mean? It's like, why argue about that? Who, people that argue about grace all the time, it's like, they haven't even begun to understand love. They haven't even begun to pick up their cross. You're arguing about something that, let God figure all that out and just obey the Word. Oh, brother, it's not like that. Or It's like, no, this is just the Word of God. And of course, the law would say, I have to. there's no way I can do any of this. Who does it for me? The Holy Spirit. There's no way I can pick up my cross with my own strength. He said, not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. But there's no way to, to fellowship with His Spirit if we're denying Him and we're rebelling against what He says. So in, 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 in following Him, we, we submit to his, his Word and His ways. Verily I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, he abides alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loves his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life... He's not talking to himself. He's, he is prophesying about what he's going to do. But he's talking to us too. Because he says it over and over again. And loves his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal... Okay. Life shall lose it. But he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. Love hates this life. Not saying hate like this. It's hate. <clears throat> Puts it below. So, because it says, if you don't love, hate your father, mother, brother, you know, he doesn't mean hate them in the world since definitely. He means put it above him. So when he says love him, First of all, you don't put nothing above it. And that's the problem in religion. Everybody puts family, this, and all that above him, and they struggle with the cross. There's no way to satisfy your relatives and satisfy the cross. You can't be where they want you to be or satisfy your employer and then satisfy the cross. But God will satisfy everything, and He'll make you both, and you'll slide through everything in grace once you learn to do that. Because people are like, He's not going to play. If I want what He has, and if I want Him to work for me, I better... Just like they did with Joseph, Daniel. We better just do what his God wants him to do if we want him. What, what, what happened to faith there? Daniel didn't go, oh, well, i got to do what the king's going to do. i got to, no, he said, I'm not bound down to that. Whatever happens, happens. My God will be with me. Yeah, and I'll do anything he says. I'll submit to that higher power until it tells me to do something my God told me not to do. The problem with now, we're like, oh, the Bible says, no, it doesn't. 
You're saying that because you want to you want to find scriptures for your own your own way, and that's what's going on. So it says, if any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall my servant be. And any no man any man can serve me, him my father honor. So when we serve him, we serve one another, of course, because he said about that. But he says, then my father honors. Everybody wants the honor of God. It's in the cross. It's in the cross. And he doesn't say it's going to be easy, but it's worth it. And the fruits, and us that have been picking up our cross and trying, it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's worth it. And the more revelation that comes, the things that he does for us, the, the open doors, the miracles, the things, and, and, but it, none of that even matters. We know that we're really doing our best to follow his word. And he says that that shows that we love him. Because he says, uh, who is my brother, mother, father, sister, brother? He asked that when they try to bring his Mary there. And that gives a whole Mary exaltation down the drain. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not concerned about my earthly family right now. He says, who is? He asked the question back. Who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is my father? Those that do the will of the father. So basically, we know among us who is really among us. He said if they were with us, they'd be with us, and they'd be of us. If they were of us, there's some scripture about that, they'd be with us. But since they're not with us, they might not be of us. Because you can't separate the body from the head. Christ is together. And that's why we see all this division in the church. It's, it's because they don't want the cross. There's all these different doctrines because they want uh, seven steps to a miracle. Or they want, you know, the oh, it's Rosh Hashanah now, it's my time to do this. All that stuff is not in the gospel. And, they, and, and it's good knowledge, it's good to know the history, but all of it points to Jesus and the cross. Because Jesus says, now it is finished. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to do the law. You don't have to, but you've got to pick up your cross. I'm telling you, wait, no one can fulfill the law, and no one can pick up the cross without Him either. So, it's like, and then when there's freedom, you can even eat whatever you want, pray, but there's no, it's so much easier. All it is is denying yourself. When you want to get angry, God says no. And if you do get angry, you go and ask for forgiveness. I want to live the 70 times 70 love. I just made that up. 70 times 70. What's that? You all know what that is. Oh, if your brother offends you and asks for forgiveness, how many times do you forgive him? Uh, well, two or three times and then love runs out. No. <laughs> All the time. Oh, they looked at him like, huh? Eh, there's no way to do that without love. So, so people that don't pick up the cross shows that they don't really want love God as much as they say they do. And people that don't forgive all the time don't really obey Him either. So you can tell those are the fruits. Everyone's like, oh, the fruits, meekness kind of... You can... You can anyone can... Put on a fruitful, fruitful face of the flesh. Be kind. Some people are just kind, and it's like, man, they're not even saved. And they're like, so kind. That didn't come from the Holy Spirit. They're just kind. Some people are like just so compassionate. It's like some of those fruits are just they're just born with them. You're like, ah. You're like, oh my gosh. It's like you can't even get. People. They're angry, and you know they're not even saved, and like they just smile at you. So that's not exactly what he's talking about. The fruits. The fruits. The fruits of. The cross. Denying self. Like, okay, yeah, he's angry, but you know, he's coming back. Forgive me. Because he doesn't want to fall out with Jesus. Our whole thing keeps his love. It's like, whatever we do, we're going to do it for him. And God sees that. And then you get rewarded. 
Matthew 16. Okay, uh, Luke 9.22 and then Matthew 16 talks about this. And the man suffered the things and was rejected of the elders from the skipped. And any man will come after me, let him what? Deny himself, take up his... He didn't say, I'm going to do it all for you. I mean, he did it all for us. We know that. There's nothing... We can't get in heaven without his blood. But he's saying, if you want to follow me, if you want the benefits of the cross, if you want the, the power and the anointing, if you want to really be my disciple, you need to do what I did. And everybody wants to be a Christian. You're not really a Christian unless you... If you're following the head. So... Says this, so take up your cross daily and follow me. You just didn't say on holidays or on Sunday or on men's Bible night. He said daily. For whatsoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life, even here I see everyone's like cringing. Yeah, the gospel stinks, doesn't it? Nobody, you want to hear, you're going to leave here, something's going to be in the bank today. And you're, I'm telling you, you do this, everything's in the bank. Everything will be in the bank. You do this, You'll have friends, you'll have new family that, that won't turn their back on you, they'll be real. You do this, think, it's like, you've got to make your mind up that you're going to do this. And it's not going to be, and God will test you. And just don't do this because you want all that too, because then your heart's wrong. You need to really want Him and love Him first. So, and we're, not, we're, all, we're all on different levels of this, but we're all saying, yeah, it's getting hard, but I'm going to pick up my cross again today. Every morning, just pick it up. If you have to read Psalms, uh, if, if some people, if you had to read uh, this and that, I mean, it, it'll get religious, but in the beginning it won't because you've got to be using it. And don't do it. You know, I've seen people quote the same thing for like 30 years now. I mean, putting the armor on in the morning, you should never take it off, right? But, you know, you put on Christ, you don't take them off when you go to bed, then you're going to get all these bad dreams and stuff. So, and the armor is God, right? The hell is salvation. You've got to know that you know that you're saved. You've got to know that you know that you know Him. The rest are righteous. Not your righteous, but His righteous. But if you go to bed on your wrath and you've got offense with someone, you're not righteous and you're going to have things going on. So you put on Him, you check yourself. You don't take it off. It's His righteousness. But if you take Him off, that's what it says, put on Christ. Make no provisions for what? The flesh. The flesh, the anti-cross. The f- and it hurts. Someone even had a vision this week. They might want to share it later. And for us, save his life, shall lose it. And, and he says, What man if take advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself and is cast away? For whatsoever is ashamed of me in my words. See, his words are life. And some of you are we're getting ashamed like that. It's like, oh my God. It's so quiet in here. For him, the Son of Man is ashamed when he shall see his, his own glory and his Father and the holy angels. Then Jesus, now let's go to Matthew 16. Same, let's see what Matthew said, just about the same thing. Unto his disciples, any man will come, Jesus said, any man comes after me. That means woman too. I heard someone, this lady says, I said something, I'm saying a prophecy, and I'm like, and, and, and man and all that. And she's like, well, what about women? I'm like, really? I'm going to go through this? It's mankind. And like, this whole big art, I'm like, so I, I got a little stirred up, and I like, took all these scriptures. I go, so Jesus wasn't talking about women here, here, here. There's, and then I went and I got really, and I was like, I looked up man, and it's in the Bible. Uh, it was either two, uh, five, six thousand something times, and one was only 327 times. So I was like, that would be, talk about uh, being uh, not fair, right? Because he's talking about us humans anyway. Because he said, because she just said, there's one, I know one of them. Woman, <laughs> he said, right? He said, it's. Uh, and he said, woman, it's not my time. And then what was the other one he said? With that? Woman Yeah, woman hour list. There's, there's only 303, but there's man, because in the whole Testament, he said, and then God made woman 
in the man. But when he talks in Scripture, he's just talking to his people. It's his children, period. So anyway, I just I don't know why I went there. Anyway, okay, let's just keep going. So whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. And he says, and take up his cross and follow me, and lose his life for my sake, we'll find it. There's the answer. You want life? You want blessings? You want peace and joy? You gotta lose your life. Because that's not really your life. That's your old man. And that's why I said our new identity is on the cross. Not on our birth certificate. Because we get his name on the cross. We get renewed on the cross. We are now resurrected with him on the cross. We are new that our our new identity is on the cross. So there's no way to walk in our new identity if we don't pick up our cross. For the son, everyone's like, oh, I go to all these identity classes. Like, you're this, and they quote. So it's like, pick up your cross. You'll become your, who, you are, who he is in you. Shall I come out to the glory of God? goes the same things according to, and it shall reward every man according to his works. Philippians 3. I had to do all these because God gave me these scriptures, so it's all going to come together in the end. Concerning the zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness that is in the law blameless. But the things were gained to me, those counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless I count all these things, the loss, excellency, for the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You say, for the knowledge of the cross. For whom I have suffered the loss, all things, and do count them as but dung, but I may win Christ. I have found him... How do we win Christ? Love. Can't deny himself. He says, I cannot deny myself. Who is God? Love. Don't ask that to the... And you know, that's when like these people screaming, repent, yeah, yelling at people that don't even know God. And I'm politely bringing you the word to the people that know God. And I'm not screaming at you, repent, you're going to hell, you got to love. It's like we're trying to come into agreement with the word so we can be blessed. I count it all loss. So I'm going to suffer loss and count it all dung and having my own not not found in him but not having my own righteousness which is in the law but that is through faith and, and that's what we do in religion we have our own righteousness well I prayed 10 minutes this morning I have my daily routine I go to my Bible class and I, I do this and I go on mission trips every so often that's even your own righteousness because if you do all that and not pick up your cross God's like it doesn't There's, we go back to if I burn my body and give all to the poor, if I give my 10 minutes in the morning and have not love, you're still nothing. So you're still trying to... We bring the law in without bringing all the Jewish laws in in our own life because we deny the cross. So we substitute in what we do instead of what He did for us. And what He did for us, we can't do, so we come in agreement with it. That's why we take communion. Communion with the cross. He said... Whoever drinks this, my blood, and eats my flesh will have life in it. So when we actually take the communion, it's not a religious thing. Oh, I took it because I'm looking at what he did. He's like, I'm on the cross with you. Eat it, drink it, and we get the benefits of the cross. It's, that's the good news. He died so we don't have to be tortured again and go on the cross ourselves. But we, we, are, we go on the cross in the sense of our, our, our fleshly man... And he, in our spiritual man, arises. He said this. It says you're about. It's all in the scriptures. And we're not on that today. It says, and it's and, and, and the Bible also says that the same power that raised Christ from the dwells inside of us. And it's a, and, he, and and Paul says something about our inward man is being renewed day by day. 
Not all of us, though, because it says what? There's a renewing of the wine. And, and then the Bible talks about, and, and then they turn themselves over because of their flesh, and they become, get a reprobate mind. So you can't, without the cross, what do you get? A reprobate mind. There's no, it's a gospel without the cross. You will be deceived by the devil. Without the cross, you have no power. The Bible says that the power of the cross means nothing to them that are dying in the world. Man, that's stupid. It's foolishness. Oh, it's death and stink. And he says, but us who believe, it is the power of God. What does he mean by that? It is the power to be changed. It is the power of resurrection. It is the power. So when, he, when Jesus is saying pick up his cross, he's not saying build you a big cross like some of these religious people do and they walk around. I'm not saying God didn't lead them. And it was cool and they do that on the same. But we don't all have a cross in the backyard. But we do that religious thing and get that big cross. And want to, or we have the religion, they beat themselves up in the flesh. And that's all works of the law too. We surrender to Him and He lifts us up. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and He what? Exalts us all the time. And when He wants to correct us, He pushes us down. We're in, we're, we're being, we're in His hands. You jump out of it. We're in the, the, the fire. And if He decides to put us on the shelf, He does it. We're in the fire when He wants it. We don't say, I'm out of the fire, I'm in the fire. That means we're becoming, we're, we're making, we surrender everything, mind, body, and soul then. And He changes us. And people say, the anointing go. The, the, the Word gets stronger. And that's what we want to impart today to everyone, is love. Because we want the benefits. We, and I'm tired of people like doing this, or on Facebook saying, I have blessed me, hit me five times. like, half of them, you go to, it's like, are you real? They're running all over to every person that says, if you say amen, you're going to get a blessing. And then all of a sudden, you go to the page and they're not picking up the cross. The blessing's on the cross. He said, drink my blood. This is the cup of blessing. And this is the cup of suffering. And this is like, you can't have one cup without the other. <laughs> right? It's, it's Christ. And I want to see, I mean, watch. You're going to see how blessed the people that carry the cross. And the other people are going to get very angry about it. But woe is me if I don't preach the cross. See, having my own righteousness for that which is the law through Jesus Christ's righteousness, they that may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Oh, here it is. And the fellowship was so funny. I don't read that. I just, boom, God says this chapter. I don't sit here and meditate on the Word. Never. I just, I don't. Ten minutes before I go, I go and get the Word sometimes. You guys know. Boom, 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 boom. And He says this chapter, that chapter. And then, boom, I start reading. I'll, he'll use one key word in there. And I'll be like, the whole thing, this big thing. And there it is. I mean, everything He just says. So there's confirmation. I didn't even read this because it was so long. I couldn't read all this today and do none of it. I mean, I've read it before, of course, because that's where I knew the key words, the key phrases. You understand? That's how it works. And he says this, The power of the resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, I just talked about with a cup, may, being made conformable unto his death. By any means, I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I have already obtained it, neither. That means daily picking up your cross. That, that right there, oh, there it is, Joe. That comes against the false grace things. There, that right there, I just saw it now. I haven't seen this. To know Him and the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of His sufferings, you can't have that in false grace. And to be made conformable unto His death, that means you're living dead. He's conforming us into, to the living dead. By any means that we might attain the resurrection of the dead, not as though I've already attained it, so we don't ever retain it. Either was I already perfect. They're saying we're perfect. False grace. You kept that, Daniel, this is part of that, that one, you know what I'm talking about? That one guy, this right here denies that doctrine right there. 
already perfect, but I follow after, if I may apprehend those things, also I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. Brethren, I count not myself have apprehended this one thing, that I do forgetting those things behind, and reaching forward to those things that were before. I press forth the mark of the high calling that Christ has called me to in Jesus Christ. Then let therefore as many be perfect, be thus minded. And if any be anything otherwise minded, God will reveal even unto you. Nevertheless, we have already obtained, let us walk by the same rule, let us, by the, us the mind, the same things, brethren, be your followers together in me. And mark them which walk as you have us for an example. So mark them for many walk of whom I have told you often. Now he's talking about that. And now tell you even weeping, he's weeping for his brethren that are not walking with the cross. That they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. There it is, the whole false script. They're the enemy because if you don't pick up your cross, you can't have his. There's a post. If you don't pick up your cross, you can't have His. Oh, this is good. The end of destruction, whose God, here it is, is their belly. And whose glory is in their shame. Who mind earthly things. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we took in our Savior. Who shall change us, our Bible. So that means... No matter what, if you're picking up your cross, you got saved a week ago, and you get your cross on. No matter where you are in the in your in, in the um, transformation, you're gonna have it. If you if you get, it's no, there's no salvation without the cross. Right. <laughs> and they may be fashioned like I said. So who shall change our vile body? It's still vile. I still have a vile body, but God wants to change me because He wants to use me. He wants to change me because He wants to. The world to see love. He wants the church to come together, not in name only, but in, 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 in love and power and demonstration of Him and His kingdom. And not in flattery or all these things. He wants us to come together in truth. In the truth. And He did all that. I mean, it's saying, but there will be persecution. There will be. And that's what people are. And the church isn't getting anywhere ready. Jesus says, if they speak well of you, so do they to the false ones. But when they say, so you see, you feel, oh, they got one million followers and they're preaching. That, I'd be careful about that. Because only few find the truth. According to the working, we're able to be subdued. And people need to hear this because people are coming out in droves. And people are picking up the cross. And people are actually saying, I'm coming out of deception. Thank you. Thank you. People are thanking people all over the place because they were blind, but now they're starting to see. John 15, because of course those people think they're right, but they're off because of their doctrine, because of their, they're not picking up the cross. If you're not picking up the cross, how are you going to tell someone else to do it? Grace and lasciviousness. There's no, there's no lasciviousness at the cross. John 15, 8, 20. Wherefore, the Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. It goes on, and I have loved you, continue in my love, right? We're going back to the... And if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in love. Keep the two. Love God. We know. We just found out. There's no way to do it without surrender. It was like, well, how do I love? I try so hard to love. Die. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and by His love. Jesus had to die. Yeah, He didn't. And He didn't go away like, woo He went away sweating blood, but He did it. No, He didn't say it's going to be easy. But He's going to do it with you. It's a lot easier than Him because now we have Him with us. I mean, the Father was with him, but not, not, not after he 
not at that moment when he, but he, God, his Father was with him, and Jesus will be with us. And he had the Holy Spirit, and we have, so we can do it. As then if, 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 if we get invaded here and they start killing, most of the people would sell out and take the mark of the beast because they've been living in other gods. Oh, God doesn't want me to die. Well, who, where did you read that? Witness means martyr, actually. And I'm not saying we're dying. I hope, I mean, we could all may, die of old age here. I don't know. With what I'm seeing, though, I would learn to, I would get my, I would build my house on the rock starting today. Starting today. Because he said, those that built on sand when the floods and storm came. He wasn't talking about a storm. He's talking about the end of time. Talking about the mark of the beast. Talking about the one world government. He's talking about when you can't be a Christian, when we can't have this time, when we have to evacuate buildings in America and go underground and meet in people's garages and, and secret places and have and 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 hide the Bible or, or probably can't have a Bible. We'll just have so much written on our in our hearts we won't even need it. Oh, brother, be careful. What do you mean? They didn't have the Bible. They had the Word with them, the twelve seventh, and they didn't have the Bible when they wrote the Bible. It was come from the Holy Spirit. And he says, keep my commandments. And, 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 and I'm almost done. Then he says this. Late, and he says this. This is my commandment, that you love one another. And he has said this over and over. Now, now, now this is John saying it. And I have loved you. Greater love is no man than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. So what is it? It's denial. Love shows you deny. We have, 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 We want to show our love by our gestures. Oh, I gave this money. Look at how he loves so much. No, die. <laughs> you want, want to show your love? It's not what you give. It's what you give up in a sense of your own way, your own will. Jesus showed his perfect love to his Father in the garden when he said, not my will, but your will be done. When we begin, that to begin to be our holy grail, <laughs> that's, that's every creative holy. Not my will, God, but your will be done. And if you never listen to his willing, you won't even hear him anymore. He's like, why am I going to waste my time telling you anything? The last 15 things I told you, you never did it. He's not going to keep telling you his will. You need to repent and get back in to the game. What is the game? The cross. <laughs> Spoken of, and he says this, and that your joy may remain in you in full. There's no joy without the cross. You might get a little, go to a meeting and feel a little joy, get a little... But the next day, Monday, man, if you're paying the cross, God's not going to be happy when you're denying Him. Because no. He said, if you deny the cross, you deny Him. And if you deny Him, you have no life in you. And if you don't love your brother, then you don't love Him. And we're going to get that in two seconds. And He's chosen, and He says, I have not chosen you. I call you friends, not servants, because you know, a servant does not know what his Lord does. So we're in communion. He says, if you're my friend, you're in communion with me, with the cross. They're like, oh yeah, I spend an hour in the bedroom, and then I go out and do everything you want to do. What is that? And like, you commune with a, in the dark. And talk to somebody, and they maybe love you, heard something, whatever. But if you don't pick up your cross, you're really not communing with them because it says, "Drink my blood and eat my." They even call it communion. These things, and that's why people running back in the world are forsaking fellowships and one another. It's not even nothing anybody done. It's about they don't want to pick up the cross, or the persecution is getting too high in the family, or the the cost is. What is the anointing cost? What is the cost? Everything. He says, "I want everything. I gave you everything." And it's like, and he doesn't take it overnight. It's a process. But he wants to say, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up my cross. If the world hates you, know that they hated me before you. Everyone, oh yeah, everyone's got to like you. You got to be like, you got to, oh yeah. You know, all the ministers, I wrote a post a couple weeks ago that said, 
Uh, the most unpopular people in the church are the most popularest people in heaven. I'm talking about mainstream Christian that we have now. It is true. And then you can turn around and say the most unpopular people. What did I say? The most popular people? Unpop- the most popular... Anyway, you can turn the thing around and do it the other way. <laughs> and it says, If the world hates you, no, they hated me before you. And if the world, they would love his own. But because you are not of the world, and I've chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the words that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. And if they have persecuted you, they will persecute me. Persecution actually identifies that you're with him. There's like, you know, you've got certain ministers on TV, they don't talk about persecution. It's like, everything's favor, everything's great. I mean, they go to an airport and they catch every plane and, and they get cut line. Why? It's called a Celebrity. When you're a celebrity and you sign books and everybody, your face is everywhere, you, it's called man-pleasing favor. It's called favor because people want something. They want a picture with you. It's not the favor from God. Man, it's been so, so twisted and manipulated. You think, you think, uh, you think the, the, the best football player in the world that's uh, doing drugs, cheating on his wife, and he goes to an airport and... And he and they cut him on and put him in first class because he couldn't get a ticket. That was because God's given him favor. No. no. And then these ministers, because they're on TV and doing all that, and, have, and they call, oh yeah, then they say, oh, I want to be like that. It's false. You'll know when God does things like that. There'll be subtle things, and it's not all the time because He wants you to learn how to how to die, how to how to how to live. Because if persecution is coming, He don't want you to. Be, the world just to be buffing you up all the time and then all of a sudden the world hates you overnight. He's training us how to be betrayed, how to be denied, how to how to love. And you might not be popular now, but in heaven you will be. And you know what? You'll be there. Not everybody's promised to be in heaven. Behold, all manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows because they know Him. And now I'm reading... Um, 1 John 3. I'm on the last ones, guys. This is very important. I'm just going to read it, and I'll finish up. Now that we are the sons of God, it is known that it is a peer that shall be, that when we appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Every man that has this hope purifies himself. There's no way to do that without the cross. Even as He is pure. Whosoever committed sin, also the law, for the sin is the transgression of the law. And you know that He was manifested, that He take away our sins, and in Him is no sin. Whosoever abide in Him, says, and, go on, and, says, and he, he that committed sin is of the devil, and the devil sins from the beginning. And it says, Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So how is that we're the righteousness of Christ without trying to be righteous ourselves? Because right there it says that. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Even as he is, even as he, he's talking about he, God is righteous. You see what I'm saying? There's two separate runs there. I'm not saying that we're not in his righteousness. And we, we didn't become righteous because our righteousness is filthy rags. But he's saying the lifestyle of denying cross. Like biting your tongue, not robbing, doing the right thing. Loving. In love, you're purely righteous. So if you can... If the cross will show you how to love. 
And, and the cross helps you deny yourself. And then when you deny yourself, you get everything too. It all turns around on this earth. It all turns around. Favor, glory, anointing, peace, joy, finances, all that. It's the process of giving up that everyone's fighting. But once they're dead, nothing affects them. There's no depression in death because you're dead. There's no anxiety in death because you're dead. There's no hate in death because you're dead. There's no strife in death because you're dead. Nothing affects you. You're dead, but you're alive in Him. And He ain't offended. He wants to love them that are doing that. And everyone's, oh, I love, this isn't love. They don't love there. They don't know what love is. They see you three hours a night praying for them to come back and point their finger. This isn't love. And they're like, they don't know what love is. No, they're willing to pick up the cross every day. Well, perfect or not they are, they're in the process. God's like, they're on, they're on my team. They're in, they're, they're in the game. They're the remnant. And it's not you they're denying, they're denying the cross. When people break covenant with you, and it's not really you, it's the cross they're breaking covenant. Because if you're on the cross, everyone's on the cross together. <laughs> the crowd's over there, and the cross is over here. And only few there that find it. Whosoever violates his sin is... And, okay, so let's go ahead. For this committed to the devil and his sin is from the beginning. His purpose is God. See, if we preach this thing every week, we'd be all right. Every single week. Just run. It'd get kayak. I mean, we got to get other things. But it's like, this is the gospel. Now, all the other things we preach help us to get back to love. Okay, it might be offenses we're working on when we get there. But it's all about love. And it's all about God. And it's all about Him. Since when was the gospel about us? Well... They've made it about us. And now it's like, no, no flesh shall glory in the Lord. And then you want to know, when you start preaching the cross, you're going to stir up whole cities and nations and people and kings and devils and family members and all that. It's, it's what Jesus said, that's the price, but it's worth it. He said, it, 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 like your own family, you'll be weeping, your own family will become your enemies. He says your own household will be your foes. And, the house, and he says about that, about division, that He brings that because of the cross. Right. The cross divides you. And if you're willing to pick up the cross, hey, I'll help you with your cross, you help me with mine. We're picking up to, like, our, like if we're picking up the cross every day, and we notice, hey man, you left your cross at home today. Because they're fleshing out, they're getting offended. Hey, well then, hey, what are you doing? That's not, uh, that's love. That's like, hey, you better go back because you're going to have a bad day. And then you see the whirlwind. Oh, I'm gonna I'm rebelling today. I'm sick of this. And then all of a sudden, then two, three days go by, and then all of a sudden you get sick of being sick of being sick of it. And you didn't realize your whole everything you want is on the cross. <laughs> For the message and pride doesn't stay on the cross. The message that I heard from the beginning that you should love one another. Not as Cain, who here it is, not as Cain was the wicked one who slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his works were evil. There's no evil in love, right? And his brother's righteous. Now, that was before Jesus. Why? His, he was righteous because he had a heart after God. Marvel not, my brother, and that the world hates you. Here it is again. I mean, we, do we get this? And we want to be a celebrity because this and that. We want to, I'm telling you, if you really pick up your cross... You're not going to have, you're not going to be loved, you're not going to be liked. And when people compromise or they become chameleons is only when they get accepted. But God never was, Jesus never was a chameleon. 
He didn't blend into this and blend into that and sow little seeds. He was the living word. And the cross will do that. And you will be bold. The anointing will make you bold. The Holy Ghost will make you bold. Whosoever here uh, hateth his brother is a murderer. He that, cause, well, okay. Let's just say whoever doesn't love his brother is a murderer. Because that's what it is. And you know that there no murderer has eternal life abiding in. Wherefore proceed, we love God because He laid down His life for us and ought that we lay down our lives for what? Our brother. It's right there. You lay down your life for your brother and if we're laying it down on each other's life, well, there's no offenses. You might have one day, but the other one isn't. There's no way everyone's not laying down. That, that means it really isn't the cross. It really isn't covenant. I mean, every day, nobody's laying down their life for one, and then it's a mess. Yep. Now, one person says, I'm not laying, I'm sick of this, then everyone else, hey, hey, there's the cross, get on it. That's our job. That's what, that's what the gospel is. We, we point, no, we remind them, what, what, what is our purpose? The cross, the gospel. The good news is He died for us that we will have eternal life, mm -hmm. that all who believe in Him shall be saved. And, but then there's a whole other chapter after it. Believe, if you believe Him, you believe His words. So he says, love, or you don't love me. It's not just believe. Oh yeah, I believe. And everybody's belief looks different. No, it looks one way. His way. That's it. Whatever beliefs you made up, if it doesn't go with the cross, it's, 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 it's a different doctrine. He said, anybody takes his gospel? It was the gospel of good news. Yeah, it's good news, but only, but it's not really, it is good news, but who really said it was good news? He's just they made that thing, but it's really good news. It is good news, but really, it's, you don't think it's that good when I just told you all this. You're like, oh gosh, that's good news. Yeah, but i got to go through all that. But I know it's going to be good news, and it is good news, and it is good news. But the thing about it is, it's not just half the news. <laughs> it's not just say a prayer and, and, and you know, Hail Mary five times and do what you want to do. And, but He'll do it for you. He can't. I can't do nothing without Him. And the Bible says you can't either. But whosoever have the world... Good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels in compassion. Here we go again. And dwell, dwell the love. Now dwell the love of God in him. My little brother, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. In deed and in truth. Wherefore you know that we are in the truth, that we shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart. And he knoweth all things. Be loved, if your heart condemn us, then we have confidence toward God. And whosoever we ask, we shall receive of Him, because we keep His commandments. Do these things, and they are pleasing in His sight. I mean, I'm just reading the Scriptures, and people don't even like it. Ah. And I, I mean, I'm preaching one thing, but I'm just trying to illuminate what God's saying. That's what we do under the anointing to make us understand it in today's time. But you can just read this, so what they do is they, oh, this doesn't, this is not popular. This doesn't fill my church. So we'll just cherry pick the stuff that's going to fill the pews. Because, you know, God wants to help people. We need money. And if they don't come, nobody gets money. The whole thing. We always justify all this thing. And we end up getting doing another thing, another gospel. And then we end up, everything's about doing works of justice and not having justice being resurrected inside of us. Whereby we know that we are in the truth. Assure our hearts before Him. Wherefore we ask, we receive in Him. How many of you ask certain things and not get it? Because, you, because we keep His commandments. 
and do the things that are pleasing in His sight. And this is the commandment, that we should believe on His name, and the Son of Jesus, and love one another. For He gave us this commandment. Now I've gone all over the New Testament with this, and He said it over and over. We've seen Paul say it. We've seen Jesus say it. Then we've seen the disciples say it. We saw Peter say it. And we saw someone else say it. And Jesus said it a bunch of times. Therefore we know that the love abides us, the Spirit has given us. Last, last one. John, 1 John 4. Beloved, not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because false prophets are gone into the world. Wherefore you know that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is of God. And every spirit that does not come in the flesh is not of God. And he that is in the, is, is that the spirit of the Antichrist. Now, let's just break that down. Antichrist is what? Anti-God. Anti-word. When your brother doesn't want the real gospel, he's Antichrist. Did Jesus not say, I'm the word, became flesh? People don't look, look into the, all the revelation. He said, I am the word, became flesh, and dwelt among them. And if you eat my flesh, you drink my blood. So when we deny the cross and deny that, we actually become antichrist. Then we become anti-brother. Well, you can't love your brother if you're not picking up your cross. So then you come the spirit of Cain. And then you justify it of, oh, they're this or that. So then what you do, you're taking record or wrong of imperfect people, but at least they're running back to the cross. But God says, you can't do that. So if everyone's at the cross, nobody's taking record of nobody's wrong. Nobody's uh, holding evidence. Nobody's waiting it out to see if they can, they can get something on someone, uh, you know, or, or trying to show face for, for, for wrong motives because they're not the motives of the cross. This is deep. This, was, this, is, the, this is your ticket in the glory. It was Jesus's. <laughs> they are of, here we go, the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world is carnal churches. He calls them that. Paul said that. They're carnal churches. You can't receive the things of the Spirit. Because the things of the Spirit are not to the things that are spiritual. That, you know, people are like, you try to just, I write some things. People, so many carnal Christians, they love, they quote the Scriptures. Where is that? And it's like everything you'll say in the Bible, but you don't have any Scriptures. It's like all there. And anyone that knows the Word and the Spirit will be like, that's all the Bible. But you didn't have it verse by verse and do this. And they'll be like, that's not the Bible. No, you don't really know the Holy Spirit. Because that is the Word. It is the Word. And, and, and what Peter said was the Word. And they're reiterating what Jesus had said. And it's still the Word. Where God knoweth God here. Okay, here it is. Yea, God a little overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Right? The and of the world, see, there's too much of the world in the church. They speak, they of the world, for the world hears them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. Now he's saying, and he that knoweth God hears us, and they have the fear of the Lord. If you know God and you got your cross, you got the fear of the Lord. Heareth us, and he that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby we know we are the spirit, know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. See, there's two different spirits. Error and truth. Beloved, let us love, here it is again, love one another, for God, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God. And there's no way to love without the cross. You guys getting it all? I'm coming to the end right now. He that knoweth, loveth not, knoweth not God. You're not saying sacrifice, do good things, go wash somebody's car, go, you know, take someone's garbage out, take someone to lunch, uh, say some nice things. 
you know, when you feel like it. So deny yourself. Not puffing them up or making them feel good. Or not or putting up with all their crap. That's he didn't say. He said deny yourself. When you're persecuted, when you're rejected, when you feel left out, when you feel like nobody loves you, you love back anyway. I mean, everybody wants favor with God, but they're not willing to pick up the cross. He that loveth not... And then people that really don't want the cross, they won't fellowship around the cross. They'll get as far away from the cross because it's messy. And it's dirty, and it's bloody, and it's sweaty and nasty because that's what happens when you're being crucified. (laughs) In this was manifested the love of God towards... Y'all can stand up. Just to make you think I'm almost done, but there's no, I'm just kidding, I am. Last time I did that, I was like, well, it's kind of... God toward us because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Here is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son be the provision of our sins. Beloved, if, if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. Everybody say, love one another. That's it? You guys, you got to be ready for I know. I don't want you to let you got to really do it. Love one another. Love one another. What we got was about as much effort as we've really been wanting to do that lately. So uh, let's try it one more time. We're just quoting the scripture now. I'm not telling you to like say something that's going to. Uh... Beloved, if God so loved us. We ought to love one another. Okay. No man has seen God at any time. If we love if we love one another, God dwells in us. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I got so much go, oh, yeah, I'm full, I've loved God. I got the Holy Spirit. He tells me I'm not doing this. And it's like, yeah? Well, where's the love? You got Holy Spirit on the truth, truth, truth. Where's the love? Now I'm not talking about that love that you think is love. Why are you always so touchy? Why can't you take correction? Right? Why can't you just be wrong, even if you're right, and go pray about it? Why do you got to prove yourself? Or why do you got to expose your brother for the sake of because you, you feel, you know, love will, will heal you. Whereby we know that we dwell in Him and He in us because He has given us His Spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Who shall so confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in Him, and He in God. And he, we are known and believed the love of God has to us. God is love. And He that dwells in love dwells in God. And God in Him. Herefore is our true our love made perfect that we may have boldness on the day of judgment. Boldness. You can't be walking in condemnation and have boldness. There's no condemnation in love. That's what it says. Anyone in Christ, there's no condemnation in Romans 8 that anyone in Christ no condemnation. Those that don't walk after the... Because when you're walking in the Spirit, you're walking in love. Whether you're perfect or not, you're walking in love. And Because right away, if you see your flesh, your, the Holy Spirit will convict you. And you don't fight. You run and say, Oh God... Like the other day, I was in the post office. This guy was like, Tiny was with me. He's like, we had 30 books, 30 something books were sending out, and nobody's there. 
And I came, I said, let's be two customers, right? And I had to repent when I got home. I said, oh, God, my flesh got to me, right? And, you know, um, and I was right. They were honest. It wasn't good customer service, but God's like, you weren't right because you didn't act like me. And I, God said, you, I wouldn't have done that. And I'm like, I know, help me, Lord. And that's all he's asking. So I walk in there, and the, the ladies there that knows this, really good fellowship with them. They know uh, someone else, and they're like, oh, I finally see you. And, and then we got all these books. And say, okay. And then it happened that day, because God probably set the whole thing up to teach me something. Two people called out sick or whatever, and the guy called from the back. No one's in there to help. He's like, no, is that all one uh, return address and I'm like yeah but we are two customers and we can get out of here twice as fast and I'm even like and I something starts like and he just sat there nope and I'm like what kind of customer so I said I want to speak he says the manager so the lady waited a long time to come out they got their way and that, but he just sat there and that's what kind of aggravated me and I'm like and so I knew my flesh was like ah so you know I think I was right. There was no one there. I was like, you know what? I'll just run the car. If someone comes in, I'll step aside. We'll run it out. No big deal. But if he would have went right back, or if he would have just said to me, I'm just, this is how I justified my heart. If he would have just said, because I'm, I'm cool with all that. If he would have just said, we're really busy today. Can you just, I'm like, yeah, no problem. It was that. And God's like, I want you to love that. I want you, when that happens, to just be like me. Say, okay, God, bless that guy. Whatever, let him sit there. And then he came. And then, no, it's funny that the person, no one came almost the whole time to prove my, and then the lady came out. And I'm like, and I'm like, we could have done the whole thing. And then she tells me, well, we're, we're, this person called and all that, and it's real busy in the back. But I'm like, and I even forgot to tell it because I just did say a few things and I forgot to tell him, you know. Then why did he sit here, try to aggravate me and do nothing? You know, it was the devil. So, I got in the car, and then I felt stupid because someone was with me, and I'm like, oh, I don't really act like that all the time. I don't know what God is. Just something aggravated me. And it was like, so when I went home, when I was alone, I just started, God, okay, that was wrong. Help me with that because I don't want to look like that. And that was it. And that's what he wants from us. Not, oh, man, that guy, go tell the neighbor. I can't believe the book. Go on Facebook. The post guy came in there. And, I, and it's what we do. Put our lives out there. Because I'm right. I was right, but I was wrong. Why was I wrong? Because I didn't act like Christ. That's all it is. Whereby we know that God dwells in us, that we love God, and our love be made perfect, that we, with all boldness in the day, that He, so are we in the world, so is He, so are we in the world. And there is no fear in love. But love casts out fear, because fear has torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. Who? We love him because he first loved us. If any man say, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. That's our thermometer. When God says, oh, love, okay, how are you treating your brother today? Bad day, good day. God doesn't care. He just say, oh, they're just having a bad day. Well, we won't count today. He's like, no, I want you to be, I want love perfected. The cross perfects love. Amen? Amen? How can he love God whom he has seen? Everybody knows this. And this command, and that's why if the word does, we get so much word in us, the real word and the cross, it'll come up in us and then we'll know what to do. That's why that changes us. When we're being preached, we're being convicted and we come to the altar. I'm going to open the altar now. 
for anyone that wants to get right and ask God, help me in my love walk. Because all of us, you know, and God says we, don't even say about that, you know. Okay, love you, let, let the husband love the wife, Christ loves the church. Christ loved the church, he gave himself for it. Let's just take it, let us love each other as Christ loved the church. He was just trying to say how the husband needs to be, but and the wives submit to the husband as as and as the weaker vessel and and you know honor him because it's a covering and Christ is our covering. So it's like if we love one another, God will cover us, fully cover us, even when we make mistakes. It's we go out of here and we want to prove him we're right. That's taking record of wrong, and that's not love. And he says this, and this is the commandment that we have from him: the commandment that he that love God. Loves his brother also. Amen. Father, we just thank you that we want to love like you. Father, burn everything in our flesh, God, that hinders love in us. Father God, let, let the cross, let us be crucified with you once and for all, God. Let burn out everything, God. You said you are an all-consuming fire, God, in Hebrews 12. That your fire will consume all the things out of us, God, that aren't pleasing to you. God, because we do want to love, God. And that's all we want to do. We want to love like you, not like the world, not like religion tells us to love, not love for ourselves to look good, but we want to love like you, like just like the cross looks. And Father, what greater love does one have than loves his brother, lays down his for and 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 loves his neighbor, his neighbor as himself. It's not just it's anybody next to you, the guy at the post office. If I would have loved him, because I know I love people more than other people, they can get away with so much more. And I, I've, I've seen that than other people that I have a hard time with. That means you have your respecter of your love. It's in you, but now you've got to die to that what's coming out and trying to come in you. So when you love the unlovable or the things that are not easy for you to love, you're perfecting the cross. And Christ is being perfected in you. So Father, we seal that. And we thank you that we know we can't do it without you. Not the work of the flesh or the work of the law, but a surrendering to your power. That the Bible says of moaning and groaning that we are the sons of God. The sons of God walk in love and truth, Father. We just thank you for it. We seal it today in Jesus' name. Amen.